This is The Space Shot, episode 14, for May 28th, 2017. Abel and Miss Baker, the Monkey Nuts. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. A quick news item before I dive into the history portion of the podcast. SpaceX conducted a static fire of their Falcon 9 rocket this morning, and are on track for a June 1st liftoff that will take Dragon to the International Space Station on a resupply mission. On this day in 1959, a very special squirrel monkey named Baker and a rhesus monkey named Abel flew on a suborbital flight into space. The purpose of the mission was to see how the primates handled the stresses of spaceflight since they have many biological similarities with humans. Abel and Baker weren't the first primates sent into space. The very first primate launched was named Albert, a rhesus monkey that traveled 39 miles up on a modified V2. The first primate that made it into space was Albert II, who went up 83 miles on a modified V2 rocket. While there were many primate-related deaths during the early years of spaceflight, later flights brought many successes. On May 28, 1959, the monkeys Abel and Miss Baker were launched on a Jupiter medium-range ballistic missile. Their short suborbital flight exposed the monkeys to 38 Gs of acceleration and saw them reach a top speed of over 9,900 miles per hour. Abel and Baker's progress during the flight was tracked by a plethora of sensors and medical instruments that brought back valuable data for human spaceflight. Here's reporter Ed Herlihy narrating a short news film on the mission. At Cape Canaveral, two tiny astronauts, monkeys Abel and Baker, are readied for the first flight into outer space and safe return of Earth flight. Dressed in protective spacesuits and wired so that readings on their physiological reactions can be transmitted to the ground, the rhesus monkey and the much smaller squirrel monkey are secured in separate capsules in the nose cone of a Jupiter missile. Prime purpose of the flight was to test the nose cone re-entry. In a sense, the monkeys were hitchhikers. out into space they travel. 15 minutes and 1,700 ground miles later, the capsule is fished from the waters of the Caribbean, where it re-entered the atmosphere. The recovery shown in these Defense Department films is made by the Navy tug Kiowa. Aboard of the ship, a team of biomedical specialists waits to examine the nose cone's passengers. The cone itself is in good shape after the fiery plunge through space. Abel and Baker are unspossed from their protective garb, and they prove sturdy little explorers indeed. Physically unharmed and in jolly good spirits, the first creatures from outer space in all history. Baker, the tiny squirrel monkey, is more interested in food than fame. And Abel, the rhesus, is downright blasé about the whole thing. A little later, the space monkeys meet the press at the headquarters of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration in Washington. They brought back the best evidence yet that humans can function and survive in outer space. Pathfinders for the spacemen of tomorrow. Both Abel and Baker survived their test flight, but Abel succumbed to anesthesia while undergoing an operation to remove an infected electrode. 
For over two decades, Miss Baker delighted the people that came to visit her both in Florida and later in Huntsville, Alabama at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. Children from across the United States sent her letters, and she was even popular enough that her wedding to another squirrel monkey was local news. Miss Baker lived to be 27, the longest recorded life of any squirrel monkey, and she died of kidney failure in 1984. Before I go for today, here are a few quick historical notes. On this day in 1964, the first boilerplate Apollo Command Module was launched into orbit atop a Saturn I rocket. The purpose of this mission was to check the aerodynamics of the Apollo Command and Service Module, since earlier Saturn I flights had been launched with the flight-proven nose cone from the Jupiter-C rocket. One year ago today, the BEAM, or Bigelow Expandable Activity Module, was successfully inflated over a seven-hour period. The module will stay at the International Space Station for another two years at least, with the potential for the mission being extended, in order for astronauts to monitor the life and the durability of the module. Bigelow Aerospace, the company that developed BEAM, hopes to demonstrate the viability of inflatable habitats for space stations in Earth orbit and also for deep space missions. Tomorrow we cover the beginning of the Skylab 1 mission and the first space shuttle mission that docked with the International Space Station. It would mean a lot to me, and I really mean a lot, if you could leave a review for the show on iTunes. Be sure to share the space shot on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, and everywhere you connect with your friends and family. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.